What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Zach Attacks. This podcast is sponsored by Twisted Irons Craft Brewing Company, located on Ruther Drive in Newark, Delaware. And today I am sitting here drinking the Vertas Akitas Irish Red from Twisted Irons. The description on Untapped reads Our Irish Red Ale is made with two crystal malts and a touch of roasted barley to provide that traditional malt character so known for this style. A modest hop charge of English Kent Goldings rounds it out to make great beer that is easy to drink while still providing tons of flavor and character. So let's get into that. Splash. All right, so we are now about a third of the way through 2022, and I think that it's a perfect time for us to recap the horror movies that have come out so far this year, and then also look at all the ones that I'm excited to see in the future. So recently, I've been on a kick of just watching all of the new ones, as I do every year. Just give you a little bit of perspective on the ones that I think have been the best, the ones that aren't worth your time, and some of the cool ones that I haven't checked out yet that I'm interested in, and then also some of the ones that we're going to have coming out later this year. So first, let's start off with the ones that everybody probably heard of already. For example, the new Scream movie, Scream 5. It came out in, I want to say, February or January of 2022. And to be honest, it was pretty solid. I don't think they've really missed yet with the Scream series. I think that this was a really solid movie. I think that they did a great job of bringing back all the characters like they have done every time. In fact, they kind of make a joke in the movie that... You know, to keep a horror series going, you need to have the legacy characters along with some fresh new characters. They did a great job of doing that. I could have guessed the killers in this one. I think it's the first time that I give myself, maybe because it's the fifth scream, that I'm finally able to guess who the hell the killers are going to be. But I do think that it was a really good movie. was still fresh while staying true to the series. And all around, I think that Scream 5 is going to be great for anyone who's a fan of the series. I went to go see it in the movie theater only to get played and have it be on Paramount probably about two weeks later. So you can watch that now on Paramount Plus if you haven't seen it yet. And then also the other kind of more well-known horror series that has a new movie that's come out so far this year was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. While Scream has never missed, Texas Chainsaw Massacre has missed many times. In fact, I would consider this probably one of the worst movies in the series. But the bright side of it all is that the movie went straight to Netflix, so it's not like anybody spent any money to go see this. It's pretty much, I watched it the day that it came out on Netflix and was heavily disappointed by what we got. It's got uh, Sarah Yarkins, I want to say her name is. She was in Broad City. I enjoyed that show, definitely was excited to see her in the movie, but I don't think she really did it too much justice. Besides from that, I really didn't recognize any of the characters in the movie as far as I could tell you know I was saying that Scream makes a joke about having legacy characters in the movie as far as I could tell they tried to have a legacy character they tried to put Sally from the original back in this new movie but as far as I can tell it's not even the same actress that played Sally in the original who's in this new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie the movie's fairly simple these kids are cleaning up this like kind of old rundown town in Texas you know obviously Leatherface is there. The story for these movies have never really stayed consistent, and I think that you could obviously watch this movie if you've never seen any of the other ones. Frankly, I would probably give this movie like a 1 or 2 out of 10, 
really not a whole lot to talk about so i'll save some time and talk about the ones that i thought were much better than this one so probably one that not many people have watched yet is called master and master is currently streaming on amazon prime master stars regina hall and it's about this young african-american student who's going to one of the oldest colleges in the country it's called northeastern university and with this old university located in New England, there is a lot of racism that has been rooted in this school. Um, it kind of goes by the story of this witch who was practicing witchcraft, who was hung for it at the school. They say that old presidents had gone to the school and all kinds of things like that. But our main character is a young African-American freshman, and she is in the room that apparently a girl had hung herself in the past, having been chosen by this witch, and Regina Hall has been given a new higher-up position in the school, and it goes through the dynamics of the very few African-American students that go to the school, as well as the way that the other students treat them. And towards the end of the movie, I do think that it becomes kind of questionable about whether or not this was like a Babadook situation. If you haven't seen this or Babadook, I'm not going to really get into too much of what that means. But if you have seen it, I think that you'll probably know what I'm talking about. Maybe like uh, something real life happening, but using something bigger to be able to kind of express that idea. It was a really cool movie. I really enjoyed it. Some of the, th- the dialogue in this movie is cringy as hell. It makes it kind of hard to watch, but it was intentional, obviously, that they wanted the dialogue to be super cringy. I would definitely suggest checking out Master. And then another one that I recently watched is called Fresh. And Fresh is on Hulu currently streaming, and this was probably my favorite horror movie I've seen so far this year. So Fresh is essentially about this young girl who's having some bad luck with dating until she meets this guy at a grocery store. You know, she's been doing online dating the whole time, and it's so fresh that she's able to meet somebody in person. And it turns out that this guy eats young human females. He also runs like a black market business giving these to other people. And, you know, he sends like pictures of who you're eating. And then also along with that, like pieces of your clothes, things like that. And apparently there's like a whole business for this. And he takes this girl who he goes on a date with and he puts her in a room where she's she's chained up. And then there's multiple other women around her who are also chained up. And the movie was actually done very tastefully. I know that that sounds, no pun intended, I know that that sounds strange for a movie with kind of such graphic subject matter, but it was directed by Mimi Cave, and I do think that the fact that it was directed by a female has a lot to say about kind of where the message goes later on in the movie, but it was really badass. I know that a lot of people also know Sebastian Stan, who's the main character in the movie, and It made me uncomfortable watching it, but at the same time, like, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. The ending to the movie was very shocking. I do think that this is one that as more people see, they'll definitely be talking about. Of any of the movies I'm going to talk about on this list, I would recommend probably watching Fresh more than any of the other ones. Um, Some really crazy shit goes down in this movie. I used to love watching all the, like, kind of really gory stuff. And I don't really like it as much as I used to, but I will say that this movie kind of does it in 
the gore even in a little bit more tasteful manner than you would expect. It's not extremely over the top while it is over the top. Leave some things to the imagination while still giving you all the blood and gore too. So the next movie on the list would be X, which is I think one that a lot of people are going to be talking about, or probably already are talking about if they've gotten an opportunity to see it. I may have um, found this one somewhere and watched it that way, but X is about a group of people, including Kid Cudi, who plays a porn star in the movie. So the movie's about a group of porn stars who go and try and shoot this porno on a Texas farm. And the they're renting out the farm. The people who they're renting it out from don't know that they're shooting a porno. And it's an older couple. And the older couple kind of gets wind of what's going on. And let me tell you, the way that they react to it is much different than you would ever expect. The concept of this movie, I've also never really thought of. It's very interesting. I'm sure that shit like this, to some extent, kind of happens. So, all I could say about it, really, without giving away too much, is that the only really, like, scary thing throughout the movie is just an old woman. And they make her look like a witch without going, like, too far with it. And I wouldn't say that it's extremely scary, but definitely an entertaining movie for sure. And then the next horror movie from 2022 is called No Exit. So No Exit is about a drug addict who finds out that her mom is going to essentially die while while she's stuck in a rehab facility. So what she decides to do is break out during a massive snowstorm. She gets caught at this highway rest stop where she's with a group of people. They discover that one of the people at the rest stop has a little girl in the back of their car. So it's like trying to be discreet about it, figure out who has the girl while also trying to like, you know, maintain stay the night at this rest stop. The most notable actor in the movie was Dennis Haysbert, who is in the Allstate commercials. I actually didn't realize he was in the movie until there was a scene where he was just talking and I had my eyes closed and I was like oh I know who that is so this movie was really entertaining do I think it was over the top great or anything I hadn't seen before no but if you're just looking for something to watch I actually watched this back to back with fresh and it was definitely a little bit more tame which is kind of crazy to say than that movie was and then the last of the horror movies from 2022 that I've actually seen is the new one on Netflix. It's called Choose or Die. It kind of goes in like an old school video game kind of style. There's a lot of stuff I think that this movie's kind of like. So essentially what it's about is an old school video game that as you play, it's you get to choose whatever alternative it gives you or you die. It kind of has a little shout out to uh, to Robert England, who of course plays Freddy Krueger in it. I don't think that they actually show him in the movie. It's just his voice, but that was a cool little touch. The concept's cool, the movie's only an hour and 24 minutes long, and it feels extremely rushed once you get towards the end. There's a character in the movie that they kill off way quicker than they should have, and yeah, I would say it's just one of those like quick entertaining movies. I don't think that it's anything that people are really going to be talking about, but most people have Netflix, so if you're looking for a new horror movie, I would probably give this movie like a five and a half, six out of ten, so... If you're just looking for something to watch it could definitely work and then there are some other new horror movies that 
are coming out this year or have come out this year that I still want to see. And those would include uh, You Won't Be Alone. And it seems like You Won't Be Alone, which actually came out at the beginning of April, is about it's, it takes place in the 19th century. And it's about someone who's a witch who's like kind of more curious about what goes on in human life. And I think that that's kind of a cool concept. We haven't really seen too much. So I definitely want to check that one out. It seems like it's getting pretty good ratings. It currently has a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. Generally, I trust them to a certain extent. Another one I haven't seen that I really want to see is called Uma. And this one is about a woman who um, she lives in America and the remains of her mother from Korea show up at her house. And one of the producers for this movie is Sam Raimi, who, of course, did Spider-Man, Evil Dead, uh, Drag Me to Hell, and is one of my favorites. So just the fact that his name is attached to this is one of the things that definitely draws me to it and makes me want to see the movie. And then the final one that is out already that I want to see that I haven't gotten a chance to is, of course, Studio 666 with the members of Foo Fighters. Now, I don't know too much about the movie besides from the fact that the Foo Fighters are in it. I know that Taylor Hawkins is also in the movie, R.I.P. So just a little description that I could get for the movie right now says that it's about the members of Foo Fighters moving into this mansion that has like a bunch of like kind of creepy rock and roll history to it and they're doing this to be able to record their 10th album so the movie's really like about the Foo Fighters and once in the house like Dave Garol finds himself grappling with supernatural forces that threaten not only the completion of the album but their lives so that sounds really cool I don't know if anything like this has ever really been done before with a full band so that's super exciting it's a horror movie with the Foo Fighters you know, I'm sure it's got some funny elements to it, too. It just sounds like that could be really entertaining. Will it be great? Probably not, but will it be worth the watch? I would say definitely. Now, in terms of horror movies that are coming out later in the year that I'm excited to see, I would say that the number one would have to be the new Firestarter movie, which stars Zac Efron, which is pretty cool. I think he just did another horror movie as well. So it's kind of cool to see him switching up. You know, he did a lot of comedies. He's done musicals. Looks like now he's going to do some horror movies. So Firestarter is based off of a Stephen King novel. A movie for this has already come out. It stars Drew Barrymore as the little girl in the movie. I'm not too sure who plays the little girl in the new one, but I've actually never seen it. It's one of the only Stephen King movies as far as I know I've never seen. So before... Firestarter comes out, I'll definitely be checking out the old one just to kind of be able to make the comparisons and everything like that. And that should be cool. I'm hoping that it ends up being pretty solid. Obviously, the Pet Cemetery remake wasn't too great, but you know, considering this movie wasn't the original Firestarter, at least in my opinion, wasn't as popular as Pet Cemetery. Maybe they'll be able to do a better job. And from the Stephen King world, apparently we will also be getting a remake of Salem's Lot, which should be pretty cool. I don't know too much in terms of details for that one, but it does look like that'll most likely be coming out around Halloween time. And then, of course, speaking of Halloween time, we will get the third installment of the new Halloween trilogy around Halloween time, you know, with Jamie Lee Curtis kind of wrapping up the whole story. The way it seems is like this might be the last one that they ever do. And after the last movie, I think that that's probably the right turn. Michael Myers definitely killed the fuck out of some people in the last movie, but it really was kind of pointless. Like, there was no kind of advancement in the story. You know, they put, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, but she spends the whole time in a hospital bed. One thing that they do do in the last Halloween movie that I always wanted to see was just a massive group of people try and take out Michael Myers all at once. And 
they fail miserably. So, you know, obviously a strategy I always thought that could probably work definitely did not work for them. We're also getting rumors of a new Hellraiser movie, a new Jeepers Creepers movie, a whole bunch of, you know, rehashes of things that have already come out. And a lot of the times I'm pretty okay with that, at least going to go see it. Now, in terms of other things that we're still looking at in the works, there is a rumor of the Exorcist series being brought back to life and having the original mother in it again, which is kind of strange. You know, Linda Blair won't be in it, but the mother from the original movies, it seems like, is going to most likely make an appearance. I mean, and there's a whole mess of other horror movies that we're looking at before the year's over. Like I said, we're only one-third of the way through the year, but we're probably going to need a little bit more time to get some of those details and see what those movies are looking like. Like, I'm just going through right now, and some of the ones that I see that look like they have some potential include this one with Ethan Hawke called The Black Phone, and then also, and then of course we've also already gotten the trailer for the new Jordan Peele movie, which is called Nope. We got that, I believe, during the Super Bowl this year. I haven't heard too, too much about it since then. I don't know if we actually have a release date on it. It looks like it's probably coming out during the summer. In terms of his movies, I actually really liked Us a lot better than Get Out, and it'll be interesting to see what he does with his next movie. And that is all I have for you today. So, I'd love to be able to do more of these podcasts talking about horror movies, maybe backtracking, doing some older things, but it's definitely the easiest to just talk about the stuff that's come out the most recent, because I feel like the least amount of people have seen them, but yet everybody's looking for like a good new horror movie. At this point in time, I would definitely suggest Fresh and X, probably Master 2, as like the three best new horror movies that have come out so far this year. So this has been another episode of Zack Attacks. Thanks for listening.